quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking for forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. Oh, struggler's blues. G, along with Will Perry. And, um, Will, we got lots of golf going on here in Florida. We got the Franklin Templeton shootout. We've got the... The season might be you know, coming to a close, but there's still plenty, plenty going on. We've got the uh, father-son happening, and uh, we're going to go to uh, one of our golf insiders we haven't heard from in a while. He's been out on tour one of our uh, top freelancers, reporters, and an author, Adam Shupak. Hello, Adam. How are you, Holly G? Awesome. Good to hear from you, my friend. And uh, wasn't that book on Dean Beeman, my friend? That's right. Dean Beeman, Golf Driving Force. Feel free to plug it as much as you want. <laughs> no, it was an absolute fantastic book. And, um, you know, for those who may not have remembered, Dean Beeman came before Tim Fincham. And it's interesting that we're now having a changing of the guard again as Tim is uh, riding off into the sunset and going to enjoy some more golf. Any thoughts on all that? Yeah, a lot of people keep asking me if I'm going to be writing the uh, Fincham years. I don't know yet. I haven't talked to the to the man about that. But, uh, you know, he certainly would have a lot of good stories to tell. I mean, Tim Fincham did a great job. I mean, Dean Beeman gave him the model that works so well with television and sponsorship. Uh, but I, th- I think he did a great job of, of taking the PGA Tour, you know, to even greater heights. And everything that I've heard from people and, and from my own interaction with Jay Monahan, I think the PGA Tour is in really good hands going forward. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, it's interesting how, um, you know, Jay being very, uh, very different, I think, than uh, Commissioner Fincham, who, you know, had a law degree background, uh, I think was a lobbyist for a brief time in in Washington, uh, you know, pretty serious guy. And Jay kind of uh, came up through the ranks of golf, running tournaments and uh, as a marketing and a sales guy. So uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see him uh, take it forward and, and where he will take the tour next. Yeah, I think he's a really, he's a really charismatic figure and, uh, and I, which is, you know, I think uh, I think people are really going to like getting to know him and, and seeing him out as the front person for the PJ Tour. Uh, he's got just great people skills and 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 the business acumen to go with it. And um, you know, I, I'm interested to see what sort of changes he'll start to implement when he takes over at the start of the year. Because I think I think there will be some change coming. And you know, we already got maybe a little bit of a hint of some change with how the Zurich. Is there a classic in New Orleans? Will be a team event going forward, and you know, I think that's some 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 great uh, something that'll just spice things up for that event. And and if we can get a little more of that, it'll make the PJ Tour even more fun to cover. Speaking of which, because I know you've covered it for years, the Arnold Palmer Invitational with Arnie passing. Your thoughts? Uh, how do you think that tournament may change? Or, uh, you know, do you think we'll see his his grandson step in at a bigger way? What, what do you think? Um, you know, I think. I think the turnout will be huge this coming year, as it should be. I think people will come to pay respect. 
And then the question is, what will happen in the years to come? Because we've seen, you know, the best example is Byron Nelson. I mean, pe- players came because Byron Nelson wrote them letters, just the way Arnold Palmer would write players when they won tournaments. And, and you, you, you wanted to be there for Arnold Palmer because he was one of the guys that, that laid the groundwork for the tour. And the, but the Byron Nelson has really fallen fallen down and, and it used to be one of the big events and, and they don't really get the field anymore. And so uh, I think people in Orlando uh, have to be concerned of, of what can they do to prevent something like that happening. Uh, I think, you know, I'm not really sure what the, what the, the quick fix is, but, uh, you know, I would like to see Sam. I think Sam should be involved, especially in this first year and, and really going forward because, you know, that, that, that family is such a big part of Bay Hill and it meant so much to the PGA Tour for a long time. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that should be something on Jay Monahan's list. How are, how are they going to make sure that that event remains uh, a, a big one? And they've done some things, I think, already making it, um, you know, three years exemption of the PGA Tour to the winner of that event. That, that means something still to these guys. Um, so there, there are some things being, that they've already laid the groundwork and been thinking, knowing that, that the time, you know, they didn't know how soon it would be, but knowing that the day might come when Mr. Palmer wouldn't be around anymore at that event. And, you know, it, but it, it is, I think you bring up a good point because it, it we don't want to see it become something like what's happened to the Byron Nelson. I, I, I couldn't agree more. A um, lot of golf going on this week here in Florida. And I know you're covering both tournaments. Um, Great to see the father-son uh, back and doing well. And Mr. John Daly showing up with little John Jr. That's going to be fun. I think that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. And, and uh, John Daly seems really excited about it. I think it's one of the coolest events. Uh, Alistair Johnson said it to me, you know, that he's got a waiting list for this event, that guys come asking him because they want to be part of it. And the other neat thing is the guys usually – are so great to work with because they don't want to look bad in front of their kids. So they're always a little nicer, a little friendlier, <laughs> a little more willing to uh, to talk after the round. And they're usually in a good mood because they're playing with their boys. So, Adam, you were kind of talking about you know, some. sometimes it brings out some of the, the old uh, legends of old. I know that uh, Hale Irwin's played in this event before. Jack's even played in it. You know, who are who are some of the, the players that you're looking forward to and fans might be looking forward to seeing this week? Well, the, the must-see grouping has is, is got to be Jack Nicholas uh, being and his son being paired with, with Lee Trevino and his young son, Daniel. Uh, you know, how many more times do we get to see those two greats uh, play together? I mean, we, there are a couple occasions, it seems like, every year, but to have them in our own backyard, um, you know, I, I think golf fans ought to be making every effort to be out at the course on Saturday to watch Jack Nicholas and Lee Trevino they're both, uh, you know, Lee, Lee Trevino just celebrated a birthday on December 1st. Jack turns uh, another year older in, in early January. So, you know, these guys aren't getting any younger, but it's fun to watch them, and they're still very competitive. They want, they want to make birdies, and uh, it's pretty cool when they do. And if you want to watch the Germinator, <laughs> we know that uh, Bernhard will be out there with his son. Yeah, I mean, there, there's – it's a who's who. I mean, it's, it's you, you want to come watch these guys. It's fun to see them, you know, out there with their with their sons and and their sons are you know some of them are pretty damn good. So, you know, it's it's a good event and and Davis the players Love and are his great son. about signing autographs. Yeah, I mean, Davis Love's son is is a a stud amateur playing at, at uh, Alabama. 
you know, last year the, the Watkins won for the first time and, and they're back to defend. And, and, and it's fun. Some of them, you know, flip-flop, which son they bring. Larry Nelson seems to do that. You know, Jack Nicholas tries to rotate through his boys. And um, I, I think it's, you know, it's one of my favorite events to go to every year. Uh, so let's talk about the Franklin Templeton shootout. We have uh, Lexi Thompson making her PGA Tour debut. That's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty neat. They haven't done this since uh, 2006. Back back in the day, Annika played with Fred Couples once, but you know Greg Norman, who's uh, designed the course and is sort of the, uh, the lead guy behind the event, um, he said it was time, you know, to bring a woman back. He could. There was a lot of interest in doing that. He said she's the number one American player in the rankings right now. She can hit it as far as the guys. So, you know, I think she can do pretty well. She played, she's paired with Bryson DeChambeau, and they they were paired together earlier this summer at the CBS uh, Classic that they they do, a team event, and and did pretty well. They were tied for the lead after the first day. And, you know, if if, uh, it's a it's a team event. I think, I think she can contribute a a good amount and I think she can learn a lot this week. She's only 21. She seems to be getting better each year. And, uh, you know, watching her go up against Lydia Ko and, and, and some of the the great young talent out there on the LPGA tour. I I think this will really help her, you know, as the year moves forward. Speaking of Bryson DeChambeau, um, we have, uh, talked, uh, hinted, that uh, he might be uh, practicing around with going uh, face forward with his putter, side saddle, if you will, in uh, the days of Sam Sneed. And in full disclosure here, uh, I work with a company called L2 Putters. That stands for lateral line. Their first putter was a face forward putter. And um, they Bryson actually is using the L2 grip on this putter that he is demoing uh, at the tournament, it's 200 grams in the grip, Adam. So uh, kind of interesting. This could be, you know, as we know, Bryson uh, likes to do things differently. Very curious to see uh, what kind of buzz this creates. Yeah, I mean, his, his comment to me, he said, people are going to freak out. And, uh, you know, it, it is different. But I think there's a lot of, you know, I think it makes a lot of sense. And, and it's really going to be interesting to see how he does. He was a little nervous. His, his instructor was telling me that, you know, as recently as Saturday, he was having some second thoughts. They had a long discussion about it, but he seemed to be all in, and he was practicing with it today and rolling the rock pretty well. And, you know, I, I think it's uh, I think it's perfect for him because, you know, he's, he's a little bit different, but in a good way, and he's got a, all of his irons are the same length, 37 and a half inches. This is just another way for him to look at the golf game a little bit differently, and he thinks this is something that could really help him. He, the numbers seem to back it up when he's when he's uh, practicing on the Sam Putting Lab, and so now he says, "I just need to go out and test drive it." This seems to be the perfect venue, kind of a low key affair where he's got a partner, and uh, then he says he's ready to to let it roll at uh, the Sony Open if all goes well. And a good tip for amateurs, even even the pros do a little test driving. You know, you don't want to try something new at your member guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, want to get your thoughts as to, tonight, of course, we're, we're buzzing about Tiger and uh, how he played over the weekend and uh, just your, your comments on what you saw. Yeah, you know, I. I I was I was impressed with how he played. It was it was great to see him back. And uh, I was actually traveling on on 
when he had his uh, bogey-free round that day, so I didn't get to see too much of that. But, you know, just kind of following along on Twitter, uh, there, there was definitely uh, a bit of a feeding frenzy of, of you, know, you know, I don't think we need to get too excited just yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for him to just make, play all those days in a row, uh, get through a tournament feeling good, showing he can hit a whole bunch of, you know, hit, he could hit certain shots when he wanted to, um, seemed pretty comfortable out there. I think it was, you know, again, a kind of another low-key affair was a good good test drive for him in an environment he was comfortable with, just 19 guys, no cut. Um, this was this was a good start, and, and it says that, you know, like let's not forget, he was playing pretty well when he hurt his back, you know, at, the, at, at Greensboro. He, yep. was, he had a, a chance to, to win that event on Sunday, so he wasn't that far off there. He still has a way to go, I think, but, um, you know, it, it just creates a lot of excitement for the beginning of the season. And, you know, all everything's going to be pointed towards Augusta in April and, and trying to get, you know, finally get over that hurdle to the 15th major. So, Adam, how do our listeners follow you? And also, if they're interested in giving a great golf book to uh, a golfer in their life this Christmas, tell us about how they could purchase the book. Yeah, they can uh, they can uh, download it at iTunes. Uh, they really have a pretty limited supply left at this point of the book. Sold over 20,000 of them. And, uh you know, it's good job. Uh, there are not many, not many uh, print copies available. But if they if they hit me up on uh, on Twitter, send me a message there. I, there's still some some limited copies. I'd be happy to autograph. I got some Dean Beeman ones, and um, can get those in the mail in time for the holidays. I will right, well, put uh, put one aside for yours truly. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Adam Shupak. Formerly with Golf Week and one of our best writers in the business. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 96.9 The Game. Stay with us. Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel coming up next.